Okay, guys, thank you for joining me on the first episode of Lunch and Learn with Jason. Today I'm joined with Melissa Rhodes with EXP Realty and the LOL team, right? <laughs> LOL, Level High Living, yeah, yeah. So um, we're doing this today. We're recording. We call it Lunch and Learn, so as you can see, lunch here at Marion's Piazza in Dayton, uh, someplace I actually grew up with, being from Dayton myself. <laughs> Spent almost every Little League practice or game here at Marion, so it's I'm fairly <laughs> versed in the pizza here. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about real estate, life, and the pursuit of happiness, which is oftentimes forgotten when we talk about a real estate agent. <laughs> um, Can be. So this is Melissa Rose, and Hello. she and I have been acquainted for about a year now. Happy exactly. Year, yeah. Because yeah, this is her one-year anniversary as a real estate agent. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about her journey while I stuff some of this pizza in my face. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll take turns. It's good pizza. And I have to say, if you are gluten intolerant or sensitive, their gluten-free pizza tastes just as banging as the regular. So. Which is hard because gluten crust is often... Cardboardy. Cardboardy. I got a gluten-free bread that I could wash my dishes with the other yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad stuff. Trash. Bad stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, one year now to be a real estate agent, and if you would have talked to me a year and a half ago, maybe two, somewhere in there, and said something about me doing real estate, I would have laughed. Just like, <laughs> there is no way. Um, I had a huge misconception of what real estate agents did. I thought they just showed houses. I didn't take it seriously. Um, <clears throat> but uh, my other part of my life, I work with the owner of JD Legends in Franklin, an entertainment complex, and... When everything shut down last year, he's like, I'm getting my real estate license. What? <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to be legally licensed to, to handle any of your stuff if you have too much on your plate. He says, well, if you want to get your license, go ahead. If not, so I decided to go ahead and do it. Um, I like variety in my life. So. And it's a spice. And I got it. And I didn't tell, like, normally I used to be, I was hired at JD Legends for marketing. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> normally I'm all over the marketing side of things and I've done uh, MLMs and, and I just have it all over, the, all over the place. And this is the one thing I was like, hush about. I didn't say anything about it. I didn't put it out there. Just a few people here along the way, I kind of say, oh yeah, I'm taking real estate classes. Um, when I got my license, I didn't even post that I had passed my, passed my test. My husband did, who never posts. <laughs> you didn't tell anybody? I didn't post it by the time... The first thing I did when I left there, knowing I passed my test, was actually called Waspy, uh, the owner of JD Legends, and said, guess what? And he says, you passed. First time around. It's so, not easy. No. So from the time it took me to get from Troy, Ohio, to Vandalia, Ohio, I had notifications on my phone. I looked at my phone, and my husband had posted a picture of me saying that I got my real estate license. And I had, um, gosh, it was over like 140 comments on there, and people liking, as, in addition to that 140, tell me how congratulations and how great I'm going to be at this and this is perfect for me and I thought huh I know a lot of people <laughs> and they seem to think that this is going to work out so uh, let's give it a shot and turns out I love it yeah it's like Cinderella put the shoe on the right foot man it, it fits I love it I have flexibility um, my history shows as far as like my work ethic is I will dive in head first I'll learn along the way um and, and I let my business run me a lot, and I missed, I have a son who's 19, and I feel like I missed a lot of him growing up. We got a 10-year-old at the house now, and I've vowed not to do that. So first, I had like 8 million people, and then I just, I 
shut it down. I was like, nope. So I handle, I like to have around maybe three people who are actively, we're viewing homes, we're searching and we're looking at homes at a time because I want to be able to give them the most undivided part of myself as I can. Um, the benefit of being with the team is actually they showed me how to be a real estate agent because <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Um, and um, Trial by fire. Yeah, and, um, and if, if I am busy with one client or have to go to town, they've helped. So I've learned, I think I've learned how to manage the time. So it's, I'm not letting the business run me anymore and I really enjoy it. I am happy. And that's one thing that I have, as I've been meeting up with people and recording, is those that let the industry run them are the ones that feel like they don't enjoy real estate anymore. Right. And so we've been talking, and something that I post on my Instagram quite a lot is work-life balance. Sometimes you do have to turn your phone off and miss that one deal because another one's coming right behind it. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that part of it yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've gotten into some fights over having my phone on, but mm -hmm. I think I am closer to the work-life balance than I have ever been in my life. And it's great. It is, because at first I was starting to feel that way because that's the way I run, man. Uh, if any of you guys, i got to give a shout-out. If you guys know my boy John Clark, first of all, Follow him on social media. It's hilarious. The man never sleeps. No. The <laughs> man never, never stops. No. 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 And I can relate to that energy so much. And people from prior to real estate can tell you that that's, that's her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? It's weird. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I can if I need to. And I think that's enough. I know that I can do that. Right. But I'm really got that work-life balance. I think I'm getting closer than I've ever been. I haven't turned the phone off yet. So. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I do put my phone on do not disturb at night. <laughs> Because I always say that, you know, whatever can be done at 12 o'clock at night can also be done at 4 o'clock in the morning when I'm awake. So, and I do have... That's a, insane. Yeah. I, we do get a lot of things that come overnight. Mm -hmm. I guess I have a couple of clients who do work third shifts, so they'll send stuff in. But mm -hmm. going into it, I do tell them my phone does go off at a certain time mm -hmm. and that it comes back on and I will answer your calls immediately um, the following day. And everyone's been great about that. I've, I've told my clients that too. I, I tell them like, you're never bothering me. This is my job. I chose mm -hmm. this. I'm not held here captive, you know? Yep. So please text me. Oh, I always tell people to text me first because I yep. might be in a meeting. I prefer to have a phone call with you, but text me first. And if I'm right. available, I'll call you up. I said, but I don't care. I mean, you can text me at 11 or 12 o'clock at night. If I'm conscious and I'm just hanging out, I will actually reply. Yeah. And I have. Um, but I do have my phone. I do turn it on Do Not Disturb when I go to sleep. Yes. Because I don't sleep well, usually. So Same. <laughs> don't I, interrupt my sleep. <laughs> I could hear a pin drop in a house next door and I'm awake for the whole night. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Mm -hmm. um, but that's how I work. So I do have a couple of questions. I do make this kind of the same with each interview. I have a list of questions and I go over them. That way we get to know our people. Um, another big reason of doing this podcast is I do want to, quote unquote, humanize our agents. I noticed, too, as someone who started on the real estate side of things a few years ago and swapped over to the mortgage side, that people often feel like agents don't have a life mm -hmm. so I, I want to do this this video podcast as I'm calling it now a vodcast mm -hmm. um, yeah it's my own term I, I coined like it, it. <laughs> um, so I want to ask these questions and I'm going to make them similar through each person that I speak with All and right. that way we understand that you're a human and that you have <laughs> a life and that outside of that, we want to celebrate you and all the things you do because you are one of my favorite people. 
um, since the day we met. Aww. And I was in that office, and I was like, there's something about her. I'm going to talk to her, and you know I don't like people. I know. I met, I met you, and I was like, how do I be his friend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got to figure it out. I'm not, I'm not... I'm not super social as I'm getting older. I'm very picky <laughs> with the people. Yeah. I, because I learned from a lady who does Reiki energy healing Ooh. that you are the people you surround yourself with. Yes. More than just thinking about it, more than just conversations, you are their vibrations, you are their energy. And if you've got toxic suckers, as she called them, those people that suck the life yeah. out of you, you're not going to have room for that the ones sense. that fill you back up. That makes so sense. So I have, um, I spent the last... What is this now? What are we in? October? No. October. October. So I spent <laughs> April, May, June, July, August, September, October, last six months cleaning out my life. Hmm. Um, and I can tell you I'm in a happier place than I've ever been before. And it has a lot to do with the removal of toxic people. So um, I'm okay. very picky. Very picky. I guess it's part of old age and getting cranky. <laughs> but you would not know because of the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll start with the uh, first question here. What is something people seem to misunderstand about you? Um, it doesn't happen a lot, but I will say one thing that I've heard pop up more than once in my lifetime is intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can relate. Okay, so people think I'm intimidating. And I, I think it's just a, yeah, I hoarded all the napkins for you. You're good. I'm good. Um, I think it's just the confidence level I bring to things when I bring something. And I get real irritated if I'm not super confident about something and I have to go somewhere with it. It makes me mad. Right. Um, but I, <laughs> I just kind of walk in like I own the place or like I know it. When I first became an agent, um, <laughs> And I love my lender. We're closing today together, actually, with this uh, particular lender. I love you, too. I just met her before you. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, we were going over some different things, and I came out her. I can't remember what it was. Oh, why there was um, earnest money. And I said, look, this, I discussed this with my client. I did this thing. He said yes, and that's why I did it. We had to rework a few things. And she came in and she's like, all right. And then I got off the phone. I was like, oh, my God. I hope I didn't come off horribly. I, I hope I didn't. Come. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, she's one of those agents oh, now. Oh my gosh, now this lady's gonna hate me. And while well, we end up meeting up and sitting and chat, had a great lunch. And she's like, so how long have you been an agent? And I'm like, since October. And this was like, I think December or something. She's like, like two just months, a, just a few months ago. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah. She's like, oh wow, I, I thought you'd been in this for a long time. You were so confident. So she took it great, mm -hmm. but a lot of times, yeah, whether it could be male or female, usually the same thing, they just kind of get put off by somebody who walks in and owns the place in their head. And it's not, it's not a cocky thing. I don't do it in that kind of a way. But if somebody's entrusting me with whatever I'm on a mission to do for them, whether I'm heading up a, a charity function, which I do a lot of those, mm -hmm. or I did <laughs> until COVID, or I'm helping them buy a house, I want them to feel comfortable, like I'm a safe place for them and then I've got them taken care of. So I won't approach anything without confidence. And, you yeah. kind of have to have confidence. I uh, read an article uh, this morning actually that said confident, confidence can feel like arrogance when you're not used to it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'm actually writing up an announcement. <laughs> so I've been in this a year, but I'm finally going to email this to everybody in my address book, which is going to be a lot of people. Um, 
And it's like me on the front, and it's like, you know, new doors open when Melissa holds the keys. And I'm like, this is weird. Right. So weird to talk about myself in that light, but it's true because I won't stop. I'll make these things happen. If there's a way to make it happen, I'll make it happen because that's the passion I have for taking care of people in whatever sense I'm doing it. Right. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, that can be a big misconception or a misunderstanding mm-hmm. by people when you do exude, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, I know who I am, and no, you're not walking on top of me. <laughs> so let's take a break. question I have for you today is kind of like one of those more heartwarming questions. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tell me about a client that touched your heart and then tell me about a client that changed your career. Oh man. Because I think I okay. heard this story once before. Okay. I've got, okay, I've got to touch the heart and a changed career. I'm going to go, the, I'm going to go the other way. Change careers first. So I first, like I said, when I first got into this, I did what I've always done and jumped in head first, called 500 people, you know, I mean, all that stuff and had all these people and I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And I came across um, this one client and (laughs) found out that the person that he was referencing as his ex was not really his ex. And in the state of Ohio, Kentucky, and I want to say Arkansas, I do, (laughs) maybe Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, dower rights. Oh, common law marriage and stuff like that. Not common law. Dower rights just basically, you know, saying that, you know, he can't buy a house without his, I mean. Significant. Her, yeah, yeah, her signature. So um, she was an unpleasant lady. Uh, personal opinion on that because I spoke to her on the phone um, along with the title person, uh, along with the lender. We all tried to talk to this woman who lived um, very far away from us. <laughs> Being as confidential as I can. Um, and she was not going to sign. This was going to be his first home. He was a veteran. And I was so excited for him. He actually left his home in Indiana to move over here to Ohio. He was staying with the only two people he knew oh. in Ohio, oh. <laughs> waiting for closing. Um, and then we found out that she wasn't going to sign the papers. And I sat. My husband found me one evening uh, sitting against the wall in our bedroom with Alice Cooper makeup running down my face saying, if I have just talked to a man, a veteran out of his home, excuse me. And he doesn't have anywhere to go. I am done. I'm done. I don't, I can't do this. Um, because I care about him that much. And I, yeah. I was like, he'll live here. I mean, we came to the point that, like, literally, if he needed to stay somewhere, he was going to stay with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a man that I met through <laughs> real estate. It's not like a longtime friend. So, new friend. Um, but I learned to, that, you know, I, it's okay. I don't know everything. I just need to know people who are strong. And um, it was actually Sue from... Um, oh my gosh, what is the title agency? It's I'll not, come back to that. It's not priority. No, federal, uh, Fidelity. Fidelity. Fidelity Lawyers. Um, she actually used to say, well, what about closing in a trust? And so I did a ton of research on that. Uh, the lender he had at the time wasn't able to do that, but she was so fabulous that she worked with another lender mm. to get all this paperwork put over to it and close this man's house in a trust. He was able to get his very first home. And that changed my career because I was very close to just saying no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I said I could never be an attorney because I couldn't defend somebody who was guilty and I couldn't prosecute somebody who was innocent. Yeah. And that's where I felt like I was at. Like I was at this point. I was like, I can't do that. So that changed my career. And now I've learned 
that, you know, there are, <laughs> I just need to know more <laughs> or know the people who do. So I Wait. surround myself with a lot of experts now. Um, the Touch My Heart uh, young family, they were in a situation where they were renting their home and the landlord decided to take advantage of the awesome pricing in the market <laughs> for a seller and decided he was going to sell their home. And so, surprise, right after they got done, like, painting the kitchen and doing things or whatever, but they there were some things going on in that house that were causing some health issues. So there was mold, and, and her kids were um, having issues with breathing, and it was just really, really bad for their health. And my heart just melted. Right. Now... I closed with them after the, the change in career ones, but they got to hear me on the phone when I was showing houses. I, I'm sorry, do you mind if I take this call? And they're so sweet. And they're like, no, go ahead. And they came, I was upstairs on the bed. I'm like, I will fire them. I will fire them now if they can't do this. They are not going to make this impossible. My client is getting his house. And they were like, we're, like, we're so glad we have you because <laughs> they could hear me fighting for him. And, um, and we were able to find them the cutest house, um, got them, I mean, moved right on in, and their family has this big yard to play in, the kids have a big play set, and no mold. No mold. The and mold. I just saw them recently, and they said yes, that it is a dream, and they're, they're glad to be there. It just it really touched my heart, because they were living somewhere where they were, felt like they were trapped there, you know, and they were having health issues, I'm like, no, no, we can make this happen, so. Make it happen. Yeah. 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 Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Uh, my team leader, Michael Wilson, mm -hmm. sells that all the time. Never give up. No. <laughs> and if the moment you give up is when everything ends. There is a, a law, a rule, a regulation around mm -hmm. everything. You just have to dig deeper. Yeah. So that's one thing that has changed my career, too, is working with him. He has just said some of the, the most profound things for me to, <laughs> to learn. I don't claim to know everything, but I will research. Oh, yeah. And if I don't know it today, I'll be an expert in it tomorrow. Yes. Um, and that's one of the things that I love the most about the internet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, oh, my husband, is, he's, he's just like that. And sometimes I'm like, can you just read this? He reads really fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, just read this really quick for me because, yeah, what you don't know today, you can be an expert in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's, uh, that's a good point. All right, next question. Oh, Lord, I can't read these. I'm getting too old. All right. Um, oh, let's go to this one. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh my gosh! Right? Why didn't you tell me this like ahead of time? So think no, about it's got to be. It's, it's got to be. Yeah. Thing. Oh, I would totally have a billboard. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> They're not expensive anymore. Oh, nice. I got on a billboard once. It wasn't my picture, but it was my logo for my entertainment company. Mm -hmm. um, I could have a billboard. What would it be and why? Well, I'm sure it would be somehow marketing-wise for something that I do to take care of my family. I'm not, I'm not a greedy person, but I do have to make a living on some level to take care of my family. So I'm sure it would be real estate-oriented. And it would probably be along the lines of what I'm trying to formulate in my announcement, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know. All roads lead to home. Actually, yeah, roads roads to home. I'm gonna take that. Mm -hmm. I've um, hashtag thanks to Michael Wall, uh, Mel Rhodes Place, mm -hmm. <laughs> but something along the lines of living to serve, <clears throat> continuing to serve you. You know, something along the lines of serving. So I live to serve in one aspect or another. I mean, I do a lot of charity work. Um, I, I help out anybody I can. It's, in fact, when I'm feeling down, I'm like, who can I help right now? You know, right. I, I love to help people. So it's something to be along that. So it gives a message that's bigger than just, hey, hire me to be your agent. 
I want it to be something that really just sticks with you. How do you, how are you serving today? You know, something like that. Right. And then underneath it, you know, you know, Melissa opens doors when she holds the keys. <laughs> Melissa holds doors, opens yeah. doors with while she or holds new or, new doors open when Melissa is holding the keys. I think that's what I put on that announcement. But something along those lines. I, I also believe that it has to be something that you can see it real fast and know what I do. Right. So there would have to be a house. There would have to be keys, but enough that you would look long enough to say what it say. What it say? Yeah. Like a quick hashtag. Yeah. Mel Rhodes place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, so then, if you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? Oh my God. I know, right? Everybody so asks this question, things. and I, I don't even know when I would tell my 18-year-old self because he wouldn't have listened anyways. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I knew everything at 18, didn't I? Right. 18. I'd already been graduated for a year. Let's see here. I may, I may have someone living on my own, or I may have moved back, or I may have been in Florida somewhere in there. I did a lot. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I would have told her to slow down. Slow down? Yeah. Why? Because I was... I really wanted to grow up fast. Okay. Like from the time I was like 13, 14, I was like, I'm ready for a job. Let me go make the money. Let me be, take over the world. I've always wanted to take over the world. You know, the interview question that you get when you go to a job is, uh, where do you see yourself here? What's your goal working where with Where do you see yourself in five years? Like to be your boss? Oh, never say that? No. I, I, said, I always said it in a more tactful way. I was like, I'd really like to achieve a, um, a status level, like at where you're at, or, or see what other opportunities there are beyond that. Mm-hmm. See, that sounds better than be your boss. Yeah, I, I made the mistake, I think, 19, talking oh. to a district manager saying, <laughs> well, I want your job. <laughs> and then he didn't Can like me from that day forth. And I was like, I don't want to get rid of you. I just want you to move forward so I can move up. Yeah. So I've always been ambitious, So, um, but you can be ambitious and not be on fast forward. And that's <laughs> that's kind of why I've done can a Can you? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. It depends on what you're, you know, what you're sector is what your goal is depends on i mean if they want to be a marathon runner you might want to speed up but i think slow down i would beg myself to slow down is that that stop and smell the roses quote yeah yeah i i definitely ran over some roses <laughs> trampled trampled yeah, the trampled roses them. yeah i feel that i was the same way so i think that's why we get along so yeah. well is because i'm like we got things to do yeah and I you're like i've already done them <laughs> even just going somewhere i'm like why am i not there already they right. came out with a teleportation device on it that's one of those things on i'd be going right now i'm like right. you can trial that with me <laughs> they're like what superpower would you ever want yeah. i want either reading people's minds or teleportation oh, yeah. Or flying, so I can just get where I need to go. Yeah, I can do the flying. And that's the thing with like reading minds. I just want to get to the end of the conversation with some people. <laughs> <laughs> just get to the point. Just oh, please, please get oh, to your point. You have that conversation anxiety. I know I should be like you're like twitching in your skin. Just, just, just to go to the next point. <laughs> and I have to realize too that I'm a storyteller. Me too. So I get realize out. that people are like please get to the point while I'm over here. Like you never know what just happened. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and I can see it in their face. I'm like, oh yeah, the point. Where, where was I going? Right. Little Sophia Petrillo. <laughs> it's one of those um, things. Some people build rapport and other people build report, you know, and we are the report people. Yeah, <laughs> we, let, yeah. we want the whole story in there. I, I need everything. and I, <laughs> But I also just want the points. Like, yeah. can you just give me your bullet points because I don't have time to process your entire life. Right. Uh, but here's my entire life. Yeah. So here's my, my mom used to say that. She used to tell me all the time. She's like, oh, my God, Missy, stop telling everybody your entire life story. I'm like, why? They need to know that this happened because of this, because of this. Right. How are they going to understand me <laughs> if they don't know that I fell down a well when I was nine years old? 
<laughs> and that's why I have a fear of separation from groups. <laughs> I love your billboard one, though. Side note story. I said I wanted to be on a billboard. I got interviewed with, like, the Living Dayton people and the billboard people. Um, yeah. We had My husband and I ran entertainment company since 2005. And I said, I want to be on a billboard. They're digital now. Now I can yeah. change it for, like, where we're at and what show we're doing. And, mm-hmm. and he was like, how much are they? And I went through, and he was like, I just don't think we have the – I don't think the ROI is going to be there for that. I said, I will True. get on a billboard then. And so I did. <laughs> I did because I help out the Epilepsy Foundation every year with their volleyball, and I'm one of the sponsors. And right up there, they put Blackhawk Entertainment. And I was like, right there, you see that? I, and I said, okay, I want to be on Living Date. And he was like, and again, we had the same conversation. I said, fine, I'll get it on there myself. And I got on there with the Epilepsy Foundation, and I got on two different stations with the American Heart Association. And one time, I, um, I did a lip sync battle with the weather guy. I did Call Me Maybe. And the lighting in those studios, <laughs> they cast no shadows. No. And you definitely look like you're 100 pounds heavier. I, so the several times I was on Living Date, and I actually looked a lot thinner. What? Yeah. What? Because I, I would sit in the chairs with the interviewer, mm-hmm. and then, you know, my friend Zach was the oh anchor gosh. at the time. And every time I look back, I'm like, God, I was so thin. And then I realize I'm the same weight, and it's just like. My grandmother was like, I went there right after, I believe, I was on the television. I went straight to my grandparents' house. And she's like, honey, you do not look that big. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know, right, mammal? That's so big. Now, side note, this woman here tried to get me to play volleyball. I did. And it was Mud raining. <laughs> it was muddy. This Mud doesn't do the outdoors very often. So I was like, maybe. And then There's I a good cause. I didn't show up. <laughs> I didn't do the mud. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Uh, I tried. No, I don't do it. <laughs> so, kind of a random-ish question here, but what does being human mean to you? What does being a human being? Mm. I think I know the answer because of knowing you so long. I believe it's compassion. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. How can people not have Empathy. Mm-hmm. Empathy. The ability to just put yourself in someone else's shoes and see from their viewpoint, no matter how opposite it is. I have empathy for, for people sometimes, 100% do not deserve to have me thinking that way, <laughs> you know? Um, but it doesn't, and it does not excuse bad behavior. Right. Just because you can see from their viewpoint. But compassion and empathy, I think, are just, I think the whole world's lacking in a lot of respects, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you could not watch Squid Games. Ah. My son just told me I had to watch it. You cannot, you cannot watch Squid Games. I can't. No. You're not going to enjoy it. You don't see me watching horror movies. It's awful. <laughs> right. Well, it's in, that, yeah. it's in the genre. Oh, great. <laughs> I mean, it should be. I, my my uh, second oldest son came over for my husband's birthday on Saturday, but he came Friday because he had stuff to do Saturday. And he made me watch the first four episodes. And I don't do scary movies. I don't do horror. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like this. I passively watch it. Like, I'll be yeah. on my phone. Yeah, I'm on my phone, and I'm like, did they just do that? They just... Oh, my <laughs> God, I'm not sleeping tonight. I've been watching Slasher. It's also on. I'm really excited about Dexter coming back. How did we get on this subject? Dexter? Oh, yes. the serial killer who kills the serial, serial killers. Yeah! Okay. I remember him from... <laughs> he was on that one show that they had. They, they owned a morgue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were undertakers. I like I remember Dexter. that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. compassion. I, I think just having, being able to feel is like, if you, if you can't feel, I mean, are you human really? I mean, but sometimes you have to turn compassion off. You do. And it's tough. 
It is tough, and I have I have that other side, and it is just I do not like her. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mel, not yeah. Melissa. She is. She is. She's malevolent. She's an angry one. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't like her very much. But I mean, if it's necessary, it needs to be like me on the phone with that. The one. I will fire them. I was like, I will fire them right now. They don't even work for me, but I'll get them fired. <laughs> like nobody's taking my my clients out. So I mean, <laughs> if I need to. I can. Yeah. yeah. I will. But yeah, compassion and empathy, just having feelings. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't, I've, I've tried to turn my feelings off, so. It's so hard. <laughs> it is so hard because I get, I take everything extremely personal mm-hmm. because I would never do that to someone. Who was so. I telling they needed to take the emotion out of something earlier? <laughs> I'm like, I never get to tell somebody else that. That's <laughs> <laughs> always me. It's always you. <laughs> <laughs> So, the next one that I like is what? No, we just answered that. Because, like, your best tip for making the world a better place would be yeah. compassion. Yeah, compassion. Um, Live to serve, help others. This one's good. If you could do anything to improve the ability to own a home in hard-hit parts of America, what would you do? Like, think maybe just Dayton-wise okay. in the harder-hit areas of Dayton. Okay, the ability to own a home you know what? Honestly, like I, I hope I'm answering this question correctly because now my brain feels like spaghetti. Um, <laughs> it's the curse. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a lot of, I hear a lot of times about grants and stuff that are out there to help people. But mm-hmm. my God, you have to almost be some sort of scholar to hunt them down and understand. And it's first come, first serve. Yeah. So I, I really think that there should be some sort of liaison I know that we have an office. I just read about it, <laughs> you know, and anything like that. But I, just a little more accessibility. And that's the one thing I said, too, is more accessibility to funds that are maybe more spread out. Instead yeah. of dropping them all in January and February, yeah. maybe a portion goes the first half of the year and then the other portion the second half. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's not going to change. And I, I mean, you definitely want people to be responsible and how to can off. You don't want to hand them over money to own a home just to end up right where they were, if not worse off. I, I definitely believe in you know the the accounts that they have to help them to build and show that they can build that. Mm-hmm. So what my husband and I did with uh, one of his daughters was, excuse me, we used to have a house that was separated, had a townhouse attached to our house. Oh yeah. And so on the townhouse side, that's where she lived, and um, <clears throat> we'd have her pay us rent. <laughs> um, but it went to an account that we didn't, you know, that we had set aside for her. Right. And then she would pay for you know, and we just went through the rent part with her. Theoretically, we would go through the whole process of really showing how much it costs to live on your own. Oh, God, it's um, ridiculous. <laughs> and then when it was time to move out, she got all the money, and then that gave her, you know, deposit money and first month's rent and money to furnish it. And I think that if somebody can do that over the course of six months, 90 days is like, I guess, when you can build a habit. Right. But I think six months gives you the extra funds to do what really, the other mm-hmm. things that go into in the beginning process. So I think... Um, more accessibility and training education it's just not so convoluted with extra words <laughs> <laughs> and anything you know free is going to have a lot of words yeah um, a lot of words especially if it's coming from you know a source where they want to be able to tell what you're doing with the money they give you mm-hmm. so there's always going to be a lot of words mm-hmm. but I, I get it i feel the same way i just access to funding is where it all comes down to is i mean if you look at the way inflation's going we need an expert who markets himself right. or herself. <laughs> themselves. Themselves, whatever. Meow self, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> X, Is it X self? 
A human. A human. <laughs> a human that can market that they are knowledgeable about those types of programs. I mean, I, I mean, real estate agents are marketing themselves as real estate agents. I can sell your home. I can find you a home. Uh, mortgage, you know, banks. We can give stuff. you financing. We can give you financing. We do all those things. Okay. But where's the person who talks to the in-between? The, the, the funding. The, where's that person? Where's the free money guy? Yeah. yeah. Where's the How does that man? person get paid? I'm not sure. But I'm not developing the program. Yeah. It's an idea, though. Ideas work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Everything keeps going to sleep, and they're all plugged in, so that makes no sense. <laughs> nap time for them. It's nap time. I need a nap. I've been up since 3 a.m. Um, so then our next one, I guess, kind of goes along with that. Um, if you could remove any barriers and constraints on a project, what would you do? On a project? On a project. Like, I know you were redoing your kitchen. <clears throat> <laughs> and that was a, that was a project because of your sink. Sink you, is awesome. You had to go and find the world's largest sink. Look, I am I'm all about a deal. <laughs> I could have a million dollars and I would still be on Marketplace mm-hmm. and Goodwill and thrift stores. Um, BitFTA, <clears throat> any of those places. Oh, I love BitFTA. Oh, oh, my gosh. So I'm on Marketplace and we're redoing the kitchen and I told my husband that, you know, I do all these things. This all started because he said for Christmas I could have flooring. New flooring. So I had to change everything. <laughs> He's like, well, if, if we're doing all this stuff, can we at least get a, kit, a sink with some character? He's like, what do you think about a farmhouse sink? I said, I don't like, I don't, I don't like how it comes out and curves. I just, I just feel like I'm gonna like end up with a wet shirt. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. It makes no sense. I know, but he says, okay. So we found this workstation sink. Oh my god, you can take a bath in it. It's so big. It is. Um, I swear it was 73 inches. Isn't that what I said? It's, it is this, it's the, like, this table, two-thirds at yeah. least of this table. And 17 inches deep that way, 10 inches deep, deep. Mm-hmm. Um, deep, deep. <laughs> it's amazing. It has like a cutting board and a bowl. Anyways, it's cool. The same. So a barrier I would remove on a project. My timeline, I think, <laughs> I'm kind of feeling rushed right now. Because I don't want my husband have to do any of this when it's cold out. Ugh. And we've had to put a jacket on a few times, and now I'm all like, oh, my gosh. Wait, because welcome to Ohio, yeah. heat in the morning, air conditioning in the afternoon. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I guess the fallback, everybody always says money. If money were no object, well, yeah, if money were no object, but money's going to be an object. So let's say timeline. Time. So maybe I should, like, take off three days straight with no obligations. What's no, that? Yeah. <laughs> like, put my team on standby, because I work with, like you said, the LOL team, Lavile Living, be like, hey, for the next three days, I need somebody to show houses if something pops up. Um, <clears throat> work out, you know, transportation for the kiddo to their, their sports and stuff like that, or wherever they gotta go, and just be like, for three days, I'm gonna get up in the morning, and I'm gonna do these things, and I'm gonna go to bed, I'm gonna do it, and I think I can get it done. I do believe I could get it done in three days. In theory. I know what I have left. <laughs> it took us, it probably took us four hours total, I think, for the countertops and the sink. I may be talking too, too long on that, but we were inexperienced, so that's why it took a little bit longer. And you had to find a way to cut the giant hole yes, for your sink. Yeah, my awesome friend's husband, John Burr, came out and <laughs> drove from like Washington Township to come out and cut this hole for the sink. 
But yeah, I think it'd be timelines because money is always the number one. But money, yeah. I'm going to be a little more logical. I think I could arrange that. People can arrange vacations sometimes. So right. it would be that, my timeline. Yeah. Then like I wouldn't feel anxious. Well, yeah. I don't know what that's like either. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really sure either. Um, but yeah, you were talking about the kids and stuff. Can you remember when we were growing up and your parents would give you like 20 bucks and drop you off at the roller skating rink? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> that's you not happening You cannot nowadays. do that now. No. No. They, you may not, they may not be there when you get there. No, I know. I did mm -hmm. that with my 17 and 18-year-old. I dropped them off at the mall and said, I'll be back in two hours. Oh, my gosh. They weren't at the mall anymore. No. 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 They no. were an hour away at, a, at another mall. And I no. went, who told you you could go there? And it's just like, yeah. okay, well, I'm here to pick you up, so mm -hmm. I'm not waiting an hour, so you're oh going to have God. to get a ride home. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they, they're too connected to the world anymore, and I can't keep up with them. I say, <laughs> I, I try not to be so paranoid, but I almost stay paranoid. We have, like, a app on our phone that, you know, I can see where everybody's at. Oh, helicopter. I got it. <laughs> helicopter mom. Got it. Yeah, yeah I'm a helicopter mom. I'm horrified. I live right by the freaking highway. Mm -hmm. and two highways come together. I live right by 70 and 75. And, I mean, that's literally the heart of gonna, America. Yeah, if you're going to steal my child, that's a great place to do it. <laughs> so, get, I mean, get I, anywhere. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm a little paranoid. There's a couple kids in the neighborhood down behind us that run around. I'm like, where? are your parents <laughs> but even like 20 years ago we just ran all day oh, yeah. till lights came on at night and that's when you knew to go home but mm -hmm. you can't do that now yeah now i'm cautious where i'm walking around <laughs> yeah. i don't like to walk my dog just down the side of our street without my phone right and i've done it twice and i'm the whole time i'm like all right let's go back let's go back we gotta go back again. my dog would eat somebody if it tried to come to me right. he's a teddy bear he's a he's a he just wants to be loved he's a peopley dog yeah but it, he's very protective over me and the kids, especially especially me, my friends, I'm like, he has to be your friend first before you're allowed to acknowledge being my friend. Yeah. Now that you guys are friends, you can hug me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, helicopter dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I get where you're coming from on that. Huh. Um, the next one, a little back to closer to the early questions, but what is one of the best compliments you ever received? Best compliments I've ever received. Um, gosh, they always word it. There's a, a, a wordy person. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, I think the said word that is they were thorough. inspired. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Give I don't understand. Like, yeah. Okay. So the, there's a few times. Um, one of them specifically was a friend of ours that he's a musician now. And um, he said that my husband and I inspired him. He saw everything that we were doing with music and stuff, and he was inspired and named us in his interview as being an inspiration for him to make the choice that he made to go into being an artist. And, well, that's cool. Um, I mean, we DJ, but my husband plays pretty much any instrument he wants because if he's not a pro at it today, he'll learn it in tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. Um, and then I sing because I... <laughs> I can't play any instruments. Um, I'm not allowed to have a tambourine. I could ballroom dance, but I can't keep time with my hands. Tambourine, yeah, because there's one going one way, another one going yeah, another way. Yeah, feet, is... no problem. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was that was the sweetest compliment, and, and it was along the same lines. I had someone else say that we inspired them and helped save their marriage because we just told them about a rough spot that we went through, and 
a book that we use called The Love Dare. Okay. Um, and how it worked. And it, let me tell you, it worked. Um, but there was two instances where somebody said that they were inspired. And my, my dear friend, Karen, um, she lives down in Texas now. I call her my yellow friend. She's another one that has told me before that she admires and she's inspired by my, you know, confidence or, or, or you know, the way that I like to help people. And yeah. that I loved her when she wasn't lovable is what she would say. You know, and I'm like, well, oh, I don't see somebody as like, yeah, I don't see you as that way. And we all have different. So I think that's the best compliment is knowing that somewhere out there, myself or my husband and I are somehow have affected somebody's life like that, that we are an inspiration to them. And it's like, what? We don't think we're that big of a deal, you know? <laughs> but wow, okay. But that's a lot of too, and the same reason why I came up and I originally talked to you, mm-hmm. as I was like, she's going somewhere. Mm. She's going to be something. Oh. And I want to be there with her. <laughs> because I just saw you in that office every <laughs> single day doing the thing. <laughs> and I was like, nobody's over here showing her she's just learning on her own this is figured out <laughs> yeah trial by fire and i'm like well, let me give her some tips <laughs> oh man i was all over it too you were gonna do that social media class and that's so funny because I've, I've got paid to do people's social media and stuff but i know some of those things and it's just nice to go back over them again mm-hmm. you're really precise i know you have great marketing i still want to steal you um but uh i was like man can't we go and then we didn't get to have it but you gave happened. me the papers <laughs> yeah and like the rebuttal questions so cold calling was Something I was oh, always hate it. Everybody hates it. to do, right? Yeah. I don't mind it at all now. Yeah. I sat this morning. All right, guys, I'm going to let you in a little behind the scenes. I sat <laughs> this morning, and I got I got my dialer open because I said, go ahead and put me back on there. And I curled my hair <laughs> while making phone Listen, calls. Listen, I tell you, it's on that sheet. Because Looking I was comfortable. Good, you feel good. Yeah. And I was comfortable. I was in a place of comfort mm-hmm. in my mind, in my setting. You know, sometimes I might have PJs on. Judge yeah. me. I don't care. But I'm comfortable. And you hear that. You hear me smile through the phone. You hear me being comfortable. Yeah. And I mean, I only made phone calls for an hour, but I had like, I have four new, you know, clients in different stages now and I talked to like eight new people out of 60 I mean that's not bad people, more 10% people try to say cold calling is dead nah. and those are the same people that aren't good at it you know what my, I have to give credit Mike Wall's the reason I have a different perspective on it mm-hmm. he is when lots of people want me to cold call businesses I was horrified I'm like he's like how many calls did you make today I'm like no <laughs> two three <laughs> he was like what <laughs> but uh, one having a dialer helps <laughs> yeah but two um, I said, well, why wouldn't you call them? I'm like, well, I don't want to bug them. You know, he says, they logged on to our site. They actually are looking at these houses. They're not. They're they not, put the information yeah. on there for you. He's like, you're doing them a disservice by not following up to help them. And I'm like, bam. Yeah. I live to serve. You live to serve. That's this why is I'm here. Your service. This is my service. Yep. And so I call them and... I mean, I'll tell you, anybody out there, I'll tell you exactly what I say when somebody answers the phone. I talk to them like I've known them forever. Yeah. Answers the says hello. I'm like, hi. Hi. You know, hi, Jason. It's <laughs> Melissa. What? <laughs> First of all, they have no idea what's going on because of the way I just answered the phone. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, and they're like, okay, how are you doing today? All right. I'm like, oh, maybe I should explain who I am. You know, just be very real. I'm like, I send out emails for houses that come on, you know, on the market in the area. And number one. I want to make sure I'm not spamming you because nobody likes that. No. I don't like spam emails. So are you actually looking for a house? <laughs> um, and are you looking for it in this place, this range? And that's how the conversation goes. Great. And um, 
it's it's been perfect. Yeah. I just they're all my friends that I just now get to meet. Yeah. One of the ones I learned too is when you're doing a cold call, you're actually not selling them anything on the phone. No, no. No, no. You are providing a service on the initial conversation. Yeah. yeah. So when you're calling them, you're just saying, Hi, my name is Jason. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. This is what I can do for you. The ball is now mm -hmm. in your court. And then you follow That's exactly up. what that is the formula of what I do. I just yeah. heard you say in that that is yeah. what I do. Yeah. And then you you always technically want to have control of the ball. Yeah. So even when you say, This is what I do, now the ball's on their side to mm -hmm. take it back, you say, I'm gonna follow up with you in about five days. Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh, I know you're not looking to move until maybe next year, but mm -hmm. um and I am not a pushy agent. I always tell myself, I am not a pushy agent until my client tells me to push something. Right. So, um, but I don't want you to forget about me. I don't want you to know that you matter. So can I call you back? Maybe give me mm -hmm. like a month or something like that and just say, hey. They're like, yeah. yeah. Today I called somebody just to follow up and see how their mother was doing. Yep. And taking and it, notes. Yeah. Notes. Notes, notes, notes. Notes, 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 notes. I don't trust my memory. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah. yeah. That's my answer. That's what I do. No, that's good. Um, well, then this is kind of a funny version of that. What would your parents describe what you do for a living? Because you do so much. Oh, I love the memes on Facebook. <laughs> what these people think I do, what these people think I do. And I'm really over here in a blanket crying. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I think my parents think that I have, uh, if they had to describe it like in a picture, they would, they would draw me as a car. Because you're in the car. I'm all the time. always driving somewhere. I'm always doing something, and I'm always on the phone. So I'd be like an octopus in a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, because they're always like, "Oh gosh, you're so busy," and it is true. I I do lead a very busy life, and I am very uncomfortable when I'm not being productive. Because your brain's like, "Oh, I'm supposed to be doing something." I know. I'm like, I should be like, I could be doing all these things right now, and um, but I always say, never not invite me always invite me because you know what I love my people mm -hmm. and like legitimately if I can make time I will <laughs> and I'll be there except for when I had a pool party you had a pool party yeah I was in another state wasn't I in Vegas yeah. no was in Vegas? You were in Vegas. Okay. It was your renewing of your vows, but you That's still right. couldn't come to my so pool party. sorry. I was in Vegas. <laughs> I was in Vegas. My team had my back, showed a house. I wrote an offer mm -hmm. on the balcony of the Cosmopolitan. <laughs> and then on, and the same day, my anniversary, and the day we went and had the ceremony, came back, or went and got food afterwards, and got the call that it was accepted. And that was my family. It touched my heart. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cute. I, the pictures were amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look how skinny she is because she got that strawberry laser thingy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that too. <laughs> I was like, I will fit in that dress. I could not today. But oh, I'm working we're on having it. pizza. Yeah, it's because I'm eating this all the pizza. We <laughs> <laughs> um, only got a couple more questions, so okay. we're almost done. If you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be Ooh, and why? Three people, dead or alive. Ooh, okay. Um... Wait a minute. I gotta think of the repercussions of what I say. Right. Prior to saying them. Tony Robbins. Is he dead? No. He's oh. alive. <laughs> and it would have to be in Fiji because I definitely want to go there. Oh, yeah. So Tony Robbins would be def definitely one of my. Okay, people. so we got him alive. Yep, yep, yep. And then. Um, I belong to the Tony Robbins Club. I should know that he's alive. <laughs> I get an email every week. <laughs> and Zig Ziglar. No, I know he's dead. Yeah. And okay. he's, he's a, he's a, no, you know what, I'm going to back that up. 
If I had to choose between one inspirational, motivational guy, I'm going with Tony Robbins. Okay. All right, I'm going with Tony Robbins because he's like a collective of all those other people. Um, the John Maxwell's ignorers. Okay, that's one. Okay. All right. Uh, second would be my grandma. Yeah. Because I miss her. Yeah. And, and the same. I had my dad come. I have a lot of people that have passed away, but my grandma was, um, and I love them all, and miss them dearly. But my grandma, I would love to show her what I've done. And Make them proud. Yeah, and then um, I know it's gonna sound cliche, and I'm not a Bible thumper, but totally Jesus. I, I mean, like he he is alive, and uh, he, he died, and he lived. He lived, and he's alive. Okay, but he's not like in the chair in front of me as I know it. You, I mean, he could. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just to like know that that's who I'm talking to. Um, I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I would just like you know. There are questions that I, people I love that don't believe that I can't answer for them. And it'd be kind of cool to get some kind of take on that or a yeah. way to explain something. <laughs> or they could read. Yeah, they could, they could read too. I still like, I mean, I, all about interpretation. Although I tell you, I believe, I totally believe that I have been hugged and I feel like I've been spoken to. And somebody, I think that Jesus or God stood up for me like in line at a concert one day. And it was the weirdest thing. I was like, <gasps> afterwards I was like, that just happened. It did. It was so cool. So yeah, those are my three. Okay, and yeah. what would that meal be? Oh, it'd probably be pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well. No, I do love steak though. I mean, we could we could totally do dinner at the Pine Club. Well, we could do prime rib, mm. a baked potato. Salad. I had Fleming's last night. <laughs> I had steak. Do I know Fleming's? Night. Not steak. Okay. I wrote the green. I don't know if I know that place. I don't. Pine we don't, better. We I don't go out very often. We should go to the Pine Club. Together. This is the first time I've been <laughs> out. Like, well, I did have a French onion soup burger last week, which literally, it was chicken. It was oh. a chicken burger. Okay. It was horrible. Horrible. The chicken was literally this big, and the bun was this big. Oh. And they had cut it in half, so I put them both on one side. Yeah. And took the top bun off because I'm not supposed to eat carbs, but you got to have them once a week. I um, think. They keep me from hurting people. <laughs> local <laughs> favorites. That's where I like. So we're at Marion's today. Yeah. Got local favorite. And like, this was Marion's been like number one for how many years? Forever. And like I, I grew up around here, so and I don't live here pizza. anymore. <laughs> so when I come to Dayton, I have to have Marion's, mm -hmm. and then I have to have Super Subbies. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and then um, there's an ice cream place. Uh, the place I really want to go to, they closed. It was called El Greco Tacos. I don't know that one. It was over in the city where I grew up. And I grew up in Dayton, Dayton, like Dayton proper. Like Dayton, Dayton. <laughs> yeah. It's a scary <laughs> there now. Um, but it was a taco place. All right. And they just made the greasiest tacos. Oh, my gosh. And it wasn't even Mexican food. Oh, my gosh. It was Italian. Like, oh. all they served was Italian, but they had these tacos. Oh. And they were just so good. Hard shell, but they were flat bottomed, and they just stuffed them full. Yeah, so good. Okay. It's gone now. It's a parking yeah. lot. Oh, yeah, it'd probably be, or, or Pine Club is another Dayton favorite. Been around for years, number one. Uh, Buckhorn Top Tavern two. was our, our steak place. I've not been there yet. I need to go there, don't I? Yeah, it's I got to like figure right out how to get down there. down here, yeah. Yeah, there's like a fun road that you do all these loop-de-loops, and there's a lake where all the cars wound up when I was a kid because nobody paid attention. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't been there. <laughs> Sounds a little... I Start was off my road. <laughs> probably, what, high school was the last time I was there, so 2002? Oh, wow. 2000? Okay. Yeah, 20 years, 21 years. Let's not talk about how long ago that oh. was. Why'd you do that? We were ending on such a high note. We were. <laughs> we were ending on food. Now I'm all sad because it's been 100 years. <laughs> but, it's been 100 years. Yeah, and that's what I say. When I come up here, I got to eat the things I grew up with because I don't have them in Cincinnati. Yeah. And Cincinnati, to me, being one of the top foodie 
mm-hmm. cities. It got number 25 out of 100 oh, really? for top food cities. I don't enjoy the food down there. Hmm. I like mellow mushroom pizza. Yeah, I had that in Gatlinburg. I didn't like it. No? No. It was eh, too, yeah, too doughy. Yeah, nothing I can think of that I go down. If I go south, I end up there. Pizza. Well, <laughs> you know what? There's a Greek place that I like in Westchester now. Oh, yeah? And they have a hero pizza. Hmm. You know the hero? The same okay. with the pita? Oh, yeah, but okay. it's a pita, pita crust. That they put the tzatziki on okay. and the shaved lamb and all the, the... My husband would like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And they have the fresh olive oil over top of all of that. Oh. I do not have a... Del- I have the palate of a child. Okay. And it's okay. I own it. Well, it's right <laughs> across the street from Top Golf. It's one of my favorite places to go okay. now that there's, like, an actual place. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it is great. Place. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have to thank you for joining me today thank and letting you. me show you eat on camera. Um, so this has been lunch... Yeah, crinkly sounds from my nap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I, I'm like ordering all the time. Also, we're gonna have to do this again. Yeah, crinkled the whole time. <laughs> no, we're not. If we record again, we'll just do it over camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but thank you for joining on the lunch and learn with Jason today. Thank you for having me. And this was Melissa Rose with the uh, EXP Realty and the LOL Living Team, right? LOL Dayton. It's 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 humorous in its own right. My husband cannot stand the fact we live in Ohio, so I join a team. Whose abbreviation is LOL. It says love Ohio living. He was like, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, before we go, where can the people find you? Oh, they can find me on Facebook, Melissa Rhodes, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, Rhodes. And I have a little call in there. Real estate agent. Now that's Rhodes with an H. Yeah, R-H-O-D-E-S, like Rhode Island with an S. Right. Yeah. And then little colon and real estate agent. Yep. Yeah. And then she has an Instagram. She just can't remember what it is. No, I can't even think it's A to Z or something like that. I got really gotta get on there. You really do. And then um, my uh, website to look for houses. Searchsindayhomes.com. Oh, you can go to yeah, Melissa.searchsindayhomes.com. It's yep. C I N D A Y. That's yep. where you can find me. And see, I know that because I know my agents. <laughs> Knows where I'm at better than I do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching, and have a great afternoon.